0: hey how? hey oh all right i'm back you know what's funny when i be playing when i play back my episodes to listen to them i see how hype i come on but the music be all like chill and smooth and like all jazzy and yeah i just think that's funny I'm, i mean i'm gonna keep the background music but i just i think that's hilarious like my voice just like does, does not match the background vibe at all um, anyways, welcome to episode, I don't know which one. See, I should have checked that right before I got on. It's either episode five or episode, I think, I'm, you know what? I think it's episode five. I'll correct it on the next one if I'm wrong. Okay. So I wanted to Hone in on, again, we're talking about what you bring to the table and I like to focus on the intrinsics, okay? The intangibles in life um, that reside in your life, as a matter of fact, in your soul, in your spirit, within you. Okay, anyway, so I want to focus on someone who has the trait of being celebratory, someone who compliments another if you bring that to the table, table man, folks will be like so in love with you. I'm just saying like anywhere you go, whoever you interact with, like, and, and let it be, let it be a trait you grow into and master and just continue to excel in. Don't let it be a gimmick that you do just to get something you want. Like when I'm, and let me just say this too. Even though my podcast is about dating, and what I mean by that is interacting and going out on outings with people that you have interest in and you want to get to know better, of course, without trying to blind somebody with a bunch of lustful pleasures to get them to not be wise, I am not here for that. I'm here to bring sobriety as you are. Socializing with people that you may be add you may be able to add value to their life and them to yours um, so just trying to help people bring the best out of themselves and bring the best out of others, which then all together will bring the best out of life so I'm really big on that just your contribution to life so this is my contribution to life to make this place a better place. Anyways, a better world to live in. All right. So going back to that trait of being celebratory. So I want to think of some examples to share with you while you are out and about and navigating the world with people that you have interest of, of whatever, whatever position that is you're looking for in your life it could be a friend it could be an associate it could be a spouse i really want to use or present skills for you to use in any type of relationship because i'm all about progressive healthy relationships whether they're romantic or platonic um again i'm hoping this can all transfer over to a romantic relationship because somehow some way we get all lust blinded when it comes to romance and all of a sudden all these great skills we have with navigating the world for finances um pursuing our our passions and our careers and our, our our education goals and friendships seem so much easier not saying that doesn't have its hardships because it does and it has its obstacles and you have your your enemies and your frenemies and all that but romance just seems a little bit more complicated and i really believe It's because the lust factor is so strong that we don't work around it the way that we should. So I just wanted to kind of circle back around to my point of why I'm doing this podcast and this episode. So back to being celebratory. So when you are interacting with someone, I want you to find ways. I suggest I'm not commanding by any means. I suggest. That you be intentional, that's that buzzword, be intentional, be strategic and be planful and be observant and be an active listener to the person in front of you. Be very present, another buzzword. Be very present so that you can absorb the whole experience that the other person is bringing to you you can hear what they don't say, you can hear what they do say. You can pick up on the vibes as some people say, the energy, their tone, the, the their word choice, their body language, take in all of that and do your best to find a compliment to fit in every topic. And especially if you wanna bring some form of critiquing or advice Or correction. Correction is a strong word, but we're all flawed, right? So there's always room for growth when we come in contact with another person. So if you see something in someone that they need growth in, that would be what I would consider a critique if you want to address it. But I would not address it in a critiquing way if you could not do your homework Well, actually, it's in the classwork because it's on the job, like while you're there in, in person, real time, as they say. If you do your real time, in real time work of finding positive things to say about the individual that is in front of you, celebrate what they may present to you as accomplishments. If they don't present it as an as an accomplishment, you can still find traits or skills that they are presenting as they're communicating with you and maybe suggest some uh, accomplishments that you can see them, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, that you could see them tackling and overcoming and and excelling in. So let's say they're a really talkative person, right? Okay, now it could be overbearing, could be overwhelming, but instead of kind of dazing out and eyes glazing over and getting exhausted, you can gently cut in or wait for their sentence and find that break. Find when they take a breath and say, you know what, that you being talkative, you got that gift of gab. Like, have you ever thought about teaching? Have you ever thought about being a professor? Have you ever thought about having your own podcast. Have you ever thought about going into showbiz, any type, in any type of way, acting, you know, something, uh, a newscaster, I don't know, you know, and it's really just to find a way to compliment them. I mean, if you really want to know if they thought about doing those things, that's awesome too, but it, it, curves, it curves the conversation to highlight how that can be a positive trait. And it also gives them ideas or can get them to thinking about how to appropriately use that skill as well. And then you can go ahead and slide in your critique after that and say, you know, when I talk, I try to be a little shorter and make room for people to jump in so that I can help them feel included. And now you're kind of implying the communication that, well, actually you're being direct about the communication that you, that you deliver when you're talking to someone, how you send messages to people, but it also implies in the same breath, how you would like to receive communication. Now it's not direct and that's on purpose because not a lot of people can handle direct communication because Now, all of a sudden, you can be considered as being harsh or you can be considered as someone who's demanding or commanding. And we just want to leave the least amount of room as possible, especially people you don't know. We don't want them to misread you. Now, yes, misreadings are going to happen. Misinterpretations of who you are is going to happen. But if we can minimize that. That would be awesome. And that is my goal as well, for you to be able to display and showcase your positive intentions. Because I believe we all know if we've lived here long enough that our best intentions aren't always showcased as such. And so our, and same thing with our character, our best character traits aren't always showcased as much. So I believe if we find Better ways to communicate and better word choices, better tones as far as our communication goes, better ways to compliment others as we are, you know, inserting ourselves, our own ideas, something that could be viewed as opposing or, or different or, um, again, even critiquing. So we want, we want to cushion that. And, you know, I got to plug my little profession as an educator And rule of thumb for any teacher is that you do not call a parent. Your first call to a parent should never be about what their child has done wrong and what they need to do better at. That should not be the first call. I don't care how you positively frame it. Okay, so the first call should always be to tell them all the great things that you have observed in their child. And then if you want to critique, there's research out there that says there should be five praises to every one critique. You can go ahead and Google that. Um, And and the point is this, right? We don't want to get caught up in numbers. The point is this, is that you are doing more positive reinforcing to bring the best out of someone, to boost their self-esteem, to boost their their self-confidence, to help them grow in areas that they need growth in without bruising their ego without um, provoking them to have low self-esteem, without provoking them to anger. We're trying to get around all of that stuff. We don't want that stuff to happen when we have good intentions on Attempting to create a positive experience for ourselves and the other person because we are looking out for ourselves and the other person, hopefully not just yourself. That would be selfish, even though you have good intention to protect yourself, it, it would be selfish for you not to look out for the other person. So anyhow, anywho, uh, I just want us to carry transfer my little education skills over to or how we deal with parents and students Um, and staff, to carry that over into the real world where you are. Well, all of it's real world. Uh, The world outside of the formal education four walls building. So anyhow, not everyone has a profession where they have to necessarily deal with people face-to-face. Some people, it's, I mean... I mean, especially with all this work from home stuff, if things are virtual and all that, um, but it's still somewhat face-to-face though. I mean, if you got your screen on Zoom, but there's still not as much uh face-to-face. There's a lot of emailing. There's a lot of we know we're in a we're in an era where social media is a, a growing way of us relating to each other or interacting with one another if we're not relating at all. Um, and so I think we're there's a good chance that we are, I shouldn't say a good chance. There is more opportunities for us to lose our communication skills with people, um, our talking skills with people, and there's also more opportunities for us to grow in new ways of communicating, which is doing all this online stuff, how to send emails, how to send a text message. You know, those things were once upon a time just supposed to be quick notes to a from a follow-up of of an in-person meeting, but now it's like the way people are having full-blown conversations. So anyhow, anywho, all communication is great if we could just find the way to be appropriate with it. So I'm just referring to in-person communication because if you want a relationship with somebody, you gotta get off the computer. You gotta get off the phone, okay? So you gotta get off the app, so to speak, at some point if you want a deeper relationship with somebody so if you're comfortable with app relationships fine but for those of you who want to move forward in life move forward in your relationships you know just think about ponder on you know some of these suggestions that i have so again reiterating being celebratory and being um Complimentary if if that's a word, but um, if it's not a word, I'm making it one. Um, yeah, to compliment somebody, find those strengths, find those talents, find those skills. And trust me, if you're if you're observing and listening well enough, you will see those, you will process this person, the person in front of you, their skills, their talents, their interest. You just have to be a very quick. Computer, an effective, intentional, strategic, planful computer when it comes to computing this data that you are um, being exposed to. So, again, if you do this, having this trait of being complimentary and being encouraging, you can develop a best friend. And who wouldn't want to marry? their best friend. And I mean, I don't know that, you know, again, maybe you're not thinking of marriage, but who wouldn't want a best friend in general? Someone who is constantly pushing you to be to be yourself, your real self, the what what the creator designed you to be, the Lord, the great I am uh, designed you to be. That's my faith bias. You know, I slid that in there. Hey, it doesn't negate the right things to do. I'm just saying who doesn't want to be their best self. Just saying who, who now, what we, what we have been debating on as a people is helping one another become our, helping one another become our best selves. Some people just want to, you know, put people down and try to take advantage of them. So we want to go against that. So back to being celebratory. Find a way to celebrate an individual. Even if you're not interested in having a second outing with this person, you could have planted a seed that will help this person live a better life. And it adds to their greater self development. And hey, by all means, why not do that? At the very least in life, do that. This person doesn't have to be... know someone for you per se to go along with to continue on your life journey this person doesn't have to be in an uh an investment to to expect a return right that's not the giving spirit okay so if you are a giving individual let's tie that in there if you are a giving individual and not a taker this is where the divide happens this is Where the separating happens. If you're a giver or if you're a taker. If you are a giver, it's not just with material things. It is with your words. Where you want to speak life into another individual that's in front of you. Yeah, I like how I ended that last session. That last segment. Yeah, that's because somebody called me and it cut off the episode. I wish this thing just resumed after the call is ignored. Anyways, I was wrapping this up anyhow, anywho. So be a giving individual, have a giving spirit. Why? Because the return is going to come on, come in life in some way, shape, form or fashion. It may not be for you, but it will be to the world, which could still come back and affect you. Just maybe not directly between you and that individual, okay? It'll come full circle. You reap what you sow. So just continue to sow seeds of life, compliment people, help them grow, encourage them to do their best, and it will come back to you through someone else, maybe a complete stranger, maybe the spouse you're supposed to be with, maybe to come back in the workplace. So we have to have that mindset not to look for the return directly from the person in front of us. And also to see the return as the return we should be expecting is just that hoping they get what they need in life so they can be a better person. That's probably the most giving spirit you can possibly have. That if nothing else happens and they become a better person, that is bare minimum good enough. Hey all we could do is hope, right? Okay, one last thing I want to add then I'm gonna hop off of here. It's gonna be like the shortest segment ever. Um I want to add that as you get to know a person and ask your intentional questions and strategic questions, not gimmicky questions, just questions that will help you to find the best in them so that you can complement those skills and complement those talents and complement those interests. That part right there is going to be the most fruitful part, I believe, or at least it would give you an advantage of having the most fruitful outing experience with somebody. And as I said before, what better way to leave somebody than better than how you first met them? With that being said, I'm signing off. No, I'm not. It's only two minutes and 31 seconds. I'm not getting off yet. Okay, no. Another thing I was trying to say, if you continue on with this individual, maybe not to a point of commitment because who knows if that will happen. If you go on to a second date, third date, with those questions that you're asking, make sure that you are able to find out what they do in life. Why? Because you can see if that is a mission that you would want to be a part of, a mission that you'd wanna support. And also it would give you an opportunity to see if you already have skills and talents in that area and you would be a really great asset and a great person that can add value to their life versus taking. So for example, if you're a great researcher Or you have a lot of resources pertaining to that person's interest for their personal goals or career goals or, um, I don't know, health goals, exercise goals, financial goals. There's so many goals people can have in life. If you have resources for that and you have great researching skills or you already have a lot of knowledge from sharing the same field that right there is what you bring to the table to help support them, which in turn supports you, right? Because not only do you relate, but you add value to someone's life. So again, if you're adding value, it's gonna leave a lot of room for you to help them grow by, as I was saying in the first segment before I was gently interrupted by my mom calling, who doesn't know I'm doing a podcast at all. Um, i had to let her know. Anyways. Um, yeah, you give though, you, you create an opportunity to give the five praises to one critique ratio. And again, you get to showcase your positive intentions. You get to showcase that you are a cheerleader. You are a motivator that you want the best for them, but also you are not being neglectful to yourself because you are seeing where you fit, how the value that you already have, can be a value for them so you're looking out for both people remember i always say that you're looking out for yourself and you're looking out for them so both of y'all win you dig what i'm saying okay so with that being said that's also a transferable skill that you can have once you cross over into your marriage if if that's the route you choose to go And this is something you'd want to do for a lifetime. I'm suggesting that someone does for a lifetime. Why? Because who doesn't want to progress for the rest of their life? I don't know anyone who wants to be stagnant or wants to regress and backslide, okay? Um, I mean, unless they have some type of um, really big obstacle in front of them. And they're missing somebody like you in their life to help them. To know that there is greater in them. They just got to dig it up. People are like treasure boxes, treasure cases, whatever you call those things. They're like treasure capsules. Treasure is in them. They're life. They're not dead. They're alive. There's treasure in them. And sometimes you have to help people find that treasure. Now, of course, by by, by, by no means am I saying be a suffering savior. I'm not saying that. Okay, some people are just too far gone for your um, for your skill set to be trying to help somebody. Sometimes people are beyond you, and you need to just move on uh, respectfully, as they say. And they'll meet other people down the road that will hopefully uh, be able to help them little by little. Hey, it takes a village, right? Seems like it takes a, a world to help somebody. You know, your your challenging experiences and your easy experiences. But anyhow, that is something, again, I just want to reiterate that a person would love to live with somebody who is their greatest cheerleader, their biggest cheerleader, someone who sees the best in them while not trying to withhold critiques that could help them. Okay, It's just all in how you frame it and how you do it. Remember the five to one ratio if you don't remember anything else. Be that person that has a giving spirit. Remember, if you're a giving spirit, you have a giving heart, you are going to compliment, you are going to encourage, you are going to look for skills and talents and interests that you can give them advice on that can help them. Master some skills if they haven't already done that, master those areas and even finding weak points where you can complement that small weak point and tell them how they can build on that. Since we always talk about building. So why don't we help build each other up? How about that? Okay, help build each other up, build your best selves, help each other do that. All right. So be that person with that giving spirit and that giving heart. And with that being said, compliment people as much as you can in a day. Hey, it'll help your mind be in a positive place and space. All right. And again, it's going to come back to you. With that being said, I'm signing off. See you in episode Six. Oh, by the way, I did check before I started segment two. This is episode five, just to be clear and just to be certain and just to be sure this is episode five. OK, so see you in episode six. All right. And even if it takes me a while to post the next episode, hang in there. Trust me, unless I have reached my death appointment and you don't hear me say this is the last and final episode. Trust me, there's going to be a new one. So just check back with me. Mark it off as your favorite. Start as your favorite, you know, podcast or whatnot. Anyways, anywho, anyhow. Holla at you later. Be safe. Be cool. Be complimenting. Be encouraging. Be positive. Five to one ratio. Praise people and give them one critique to the five praises and positive reinforcements. See you later, alligators. And after a while, crock a DIALS! <laughs>